Welcome to Dear Timothy Podcast with Maxwell Ogaga, a practical wisdom-filled podcast for pastors and ministry leaders. Okay. Hello, welcome to today's podcast. My name is Maxwell Ogaga. I'm excited that you're tuned into uh, Dear Timothy Pastors and Ministry Leaders podcast, where we provide simple but very edifying content for pastors and ministers all over the world. We've been having a conversation around the subject of ministry finances, and I want to bring the subject to a close today by talking about proper accountability. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 22-22, Paul teaches us by example and by precept a pattern that would help any minister or any ministry. The background to the story was the fact that they were receiving contributions for the church in Jerusalem. All right, so these contributions were coming up and um, Paul had to use the Macedonian example to talk to the saints in Corinth. Now, when the contributions were done and were gathered, Paul says this. Verse 18, he says, We have sent along with him the brother whose fame in the things of the gospel has spread through all the churches. And not only this, but he has also been appointed by the churches to travel with us in this gracious work, which is being administered by us for the glory of the Lord himself and to show our readiness. 20 says, taking precaution so that no one will discredit us in our administration of this generous gift. For we have regard for what is honorable not only in the sight of the Lord, but in the sight of men. We've sent with them our brother, whom we have often tested and found diligent on many things, but now even more diligent because of this great confidence in you. What was happening here? It's very simple. Apostle Paul got on these contributions, and they want to administer this contribution. What did they do? They chose a brother with a good reputation so that there will be accountability and transparency. It's important that if you want to come into the level of financial flow, consistent financial flow, all the days of your life in ministry, let there be transparency financially. Right? It says, we are taking this precaution so that no one will discredit us in our administration of this generous gift. You see, God can release the supplies, but if you don't manage things transparently, you can be discredited in the administration of the gift. And that's important. So the money can come. How the money is spent is critical. All right? How the money is spent is critical. For instance, under the Dear Timothy platform, We've got uh, a traveling ministry, Word Connect, which is practically responsible for the administrative side of my itinerary ministry. Uh, now, 
I've got a staff, all right? Financially, she, the, the staff knows what comes in, and we have an account for every Dear Timothy meeting we have. You know, it's just be transparent so that there is no discrediting. You know, that's why sometimes people think pastors have much money than they actually have because everything is almost done in secret. And, you know, if you are built, for instance, when we were building, you know, I looked for brothers who had good reputation, set them over the building. And they finish the project and give accounts. That's the way to go. Even if your church is just starting, get one or two people involved. It is important that you provide what is honorable, not only in the sight of God, but also in the sight of men. God knows your heart. God sees your heart. Men see your actions. God sees your heart, men sees your action. So you have to endeavor that finances are managed in a transparent and prudent manner. And very importantly, study and ensure that your books are accurate. Don't uh, don't operate the, the finances of the local church as if it's just your personal accounts. All right? Take people into planning. Administer. My dad used to tell me something very many years ago. He says, it's better people say that, in quote, the treasurer took the church money or somebody took the church money. He says, it's better. The church will still continue. It will still thrive. He says, but if they say pastor took the church money, then there's going to be an issue there. All right? So you've got to ensure that there is this transparency and accountability in your administration of the funds. I remember during the building, someone came to me and said, oh, they want to do some supplies. And I said, you know what? I'm not the one in charge of um, supplies and all of that. Meet this person. If you pass through the process, then you can. You know why? I mean, in, in trying to build, I'm not going to do favoritism that, oh, I know this person, and then this person has to. I mean, God forbid, if the people supply something that's not right and something happens to the building, what's going to happen? They'll say, oh, it's the guy pastor brought, praise God, that supplied this, that's why this, maybe pastor made some money out of it. So it's important for you to understand that in the administration of finances, there must be accountability. No one person should be responsible for finances. Always have two people in charge, not the same uh, not a couple, not a husband and a wife. Always have two different people in charge of finances. Put your structure in place. We realize that the only um, position that Jesus appointed someone to that we know in the scriptures is that of a treasurer. Is that of a treasurer. So you realize that even Jesus had a financial structure and all the disciples knew who were in charge of the money. Did I mean... They knew it wasn't Jesus that was in charge of the administering. So when uh, Judas got up the Last Supper, said they thought that he had been sent to buy something or to give something to the poor. So it's important for us to put these structures in place. I've seen a lot of pastors who complain of lack of finances in ministry, and when you inquire, there's, there's actually no accountability, right? You're the set man of the vision to administer what I'll call public funds or congregational funds. These funds are the sweat and the labor of people who go to work Monday to Friday, and so in administering it, we're administering uh, a great part of their life, a great part of their stewardship. And it's important that if we're administering a great part of their stewardship, they 
are able to trust us. All right? Not just that God trusts us, but they are able to trust us. I trust that you've been blessed by this podcast. If you have been blessed, why not share it with your friends and encourage them to get a hold of it? We've got several podcasts, um, little messages like this that are encouraging pastors and helping pastors to become better in their work. I pray for you today that the Lord will bless you, will increase you, and cause his face to shine upon you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Dear Timothy Podcast. For more information, please visit www.pastormax.ng or call plus 234-805-888-7575. Thank you.